Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One Star All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to One Star Rewind. Uh, I'm Corey, as always, and I'm here with David from Brotherwell Brewery here in Waco, Texas. Um, David, why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit about you, uh, how you got started uh, in the brew game, and tell us a little bit, a little bit uh, about Brotherwell. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, one, thanks for having me. Yeah, my name's David Stone King. I am one of the two founders of Brotherwell Brewing here awesome. in Waco, Texas. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Martinka is the guy I opened the brewery with. We used to uh, brew for fun with friends sure. on the weekends. Yes. Uh, and then that turned into uh, giving away a beer. Mm-hmm. Giving away beer turned expensive. So <laughs> it was like, all right, how, what, do we, what do we do to get a license? How, how do, do we break even on this how thing? How do we make some money here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were trying to break even <clears throat> on a hobby. Sure. A hobby that gave us a lot of free beer. So okay. that was nice. Yeah. Um, what were you doing job-wise what, during, the, during the hobby making time for the beer yeah so i was doing video production okay yeah oh a, very uh, cool. a, a film degree from baylor and nice. i was doing just local local media advertisements things like that cool cool um once we got the price tag for the license we started shopping for equipment everything scaled up quickly and yeah. it was a uh you you are either a hobbyist or you make money off of it there's no sure. there's no middle ground yeah uh, so we got to the point where we just committed to the full idea of the brewery, and we've, mm-hmm. we've been there ever since. We sold Dude. our first beer uh, three and a half years ago as okay. of this taping. Oh, so wow. Up on, on four years in March of 2022 will be four years. Okay. Was starting Brotherwell in Waco part, like, was that a must, or did you look at doing another city, or was it just you were here so it was convenient, or what, what was kind of going through your head with that? We never once considered another city. This yeah. is just where we were living. Yep. Um, Jacob and his family are here. Cool. Uh, I had been here for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, we were trying to turn a hobby into something that was self-sustaining. And sure. so we never even considered like, well, what if we what if we move this to Dallas or yeah. <laughs> Austin yeah. or something? Sure. Uh, yeah. So it was, it's always been Waco focused. And at yeah. the time when we opened, well, when we filed for our, our legal 
formation, whatever. Yeah. There was no brewery within a 70 mile radius yeah. of Waco. Sure. Yeah. Nothing. So to go from that into at this point, we have uh, six currently operating breweries within the city. Jeez. So that's pretty cool. That's cool, man. In three and a half years, four years, yeah. I mean, to go from zero to six. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. But, absolutely. I mean, you guys are like, you just. You're just known. I, I think people enjoy the beer. The location is awesome. Uh, I, just tourists, locals, the events you guys do. I mean, I've, I've always been a, a huge fan of Brotherwell. And so, well, thank you. So, this is a good transition because trying to dig in to find a one star review, I'm like, we had to break the rule with you, David. Uh oh. And the rule, I mean, you don't really have a real one star. And so, I don't. I don't yes. want people to not listen to this episode, but but that's how <laughs> that's how I, great I'm getting kicked will. off the show before we even got <laughs> you into kicked it. Off. You can walk off, but I'm gonna leave you a one star. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> we don't want anyone to do that for you. Uh, but you do have a two star. We found one. All right. So it took it took a while, but we got there. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna rewind into the past. We're gonna read this review, and then we'll go from there. Are you ready? All right. So here is the rewind. Okay. This review has been left by Ronald U.S., so clearly he's a big U.S. guy. It's in his review title. Uh, from Fort Worth, Texas. So I don't know. Is Fort Worth known for their their beer? They've, they've got a good, they've decent amount of breweries up there. Decent scene up yeah. there. Okay, so this this person, Ronald, might you know be a big beer person. We don't know. Um, that's, that's a lot of reviews, actually. So Ronald really cares about <laughs> the review game. Um, the TripAdvisor review I always like TripAdvisor because they give titles to them, which is always interesting. And the title was Nice Place, Not So Good Beers. So take that for that. But here we go. January 2020, Ronald said, Friendly service at Brotherwell Brewery. I tried a flight of four beers and did not like any of them. Sweet beers are not my thing, and that's what they have here. If you enjoy IPAs, don't bother visiting here. That's the end. Ouch. Ouch. Jeez. Jeez, Ronald. Okay. All right. So let's go line by line. I like when they when they serve it up to be mean. Like they're like, uh-huh. friendly service at Brotherwell Brewery. It's like the ultimate like, however. Yeah. So it's like he he starts it off nice. Yeah. And that's why it was a two-star probably, right? Instead I guess. of a one. Yeah. Okay. I, had we been a little bit meaner, maybe we would have earned that full <laughs> one-star experience. That full one-star. Do you like... So friendly service and service industry, you clearly don't want to hire like mean people, sure. right? But when when it goes into, when you start your brewery, are you thinking, okay, we need to hire like the certain type of person that can serve people really friendly? Or is it all more say about the beer or is it try to be a combo of both? I mean, is this, when you see this, are you like, yeah, we're trying to hire really friendly people? Yeah. Well, bartending at this level is still an entry level job. So we are dealing with people who maybe this is their second or third job, or maybe this is their first job ever. Yeah. Uh, it is not a job that requires training mm -hmm. or, I mean, previous skill sets, sure. previous training, education. So when you're hiring, when we first started hiring, it took us a long time to let go of the baby, yeah. to, to let the babysitter come in. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we've gone from there to we were trying to replace ourselves. We'd hire sure. people like us because yep. we want them to do what we do. Yeah. And then I got to a point where I was trying to hire someone so different from me mm. because what we need is you never know who's going to walk in that door and sure. what their attitude is going to be or 
yeah. what their likes are, dislikes are. And so if we have the most diverse staff that we can, yeah. chances are they'll find someone that they engage with. Sure, sure. Uh, there's a lot of people, there's, there are some people who come in and I'm, I think personally, I don't, I don't really want to have a 30 minute conversation with you, <laughs> yeah. but if I have a bartender next to me, they may sure. jump into a 30 minute conversation yeah. just because they like it. Just because they're going to talk and that's yeah. what they enjoy doing. So yeah. that's the whole preamble of uh, service is hard. Yes. Finding people who are good to everyone all the time yeah. is difficult. It is difficult for sure. For sure. Well, it started off well here. So you, you, you got the, you got the A plus there. Friendly service. As far as a two star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as the two star goes. I mean, any two star review that begins in the title with the words, nice place. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Nice place. Mm, that's so good beers. So now let's dive into the next line, which is when here we go. So I tried a flight of four beers and for all of our non-beer drinkers out there, a flight is basically you get some samples, right? Mm-hmm. You, different beers, assuming these are all four different types. And he, they didn't like any of them. They said a flight of four beers and did not like any of them. Why like, do you get that often? Like, I feel like when you get a flight, you're going to like one of them. Right. That's the whole purpose of the flight. That's the whole purpose. We don't expect anyone <clears throat> to like all four by a rule. Yeah. We hope that they do. Sure. But the idea of the flight is to try out several and see what works and what doesn't work mm-hmm. for you and your palate and taste. Definitely. Uh, so this one does hurt a little. Yeah. It does hurt. Sure. Uh, we, you know, we pride ourselves and these are all beers that we make and we've designed from scratch. Yeah. And so this is not common. For someone to say, I didn't like any of these beers. It's not common to yeah. get four strikes in a row. Four strikes in a yeah. row. <laughs> uh, we would be one strike into the next batter in baseball. Sure. Yeah, we, were the rule. we would be. <laughs> uh, we we do often get people. So whenever people return the flight board, I often ask, uh, what was the favorite and what was the loser of the bunch? Okay. Just to, normally it's a sure. style thing. Yeah. You know, if you're a hamburger guy and yeah. uh, you get a plate and there's a salad on it, you might not want the salad sure because you're a hamburger guy exactly i want the meat most people are a little bit of both okay. uh and so when we do a flight we anticipate that there's gonna be one or two styles that they just don't like or doesn't appeal to them yeah um so it's in that way we're kind of comfortable with a little bit of failure sure there. well and that and that's totally because you're not gonna appeal to all the tastes but to like kind of swing oh for four and i feel like oh for four that's harsh oh for four and i think they really wanted people to know that <coughs> geez that they tried them so We'll go to the next thing. Now, I think, and this may be a style thing and talk on this. So sweet beers are not my thing. And that's what they have here. So assuming all these beers were sweet, not educate me on this, David. I I, sure. I I wouldn't know like, oh, this beer's sweet. This one's not sweet. I mean, I know what sweet things taste like, but sure. kind of talk to me about that. Like, why do they emphasize the sweet? And is that the style you guys brew in or is that not even accurate? Yeah, this one's interesting to me. Sweet beers is not how I would define our beers. Yeah. Uh, as a style, at least. Uh, with beer, we deal with different types of sweetness. You have a few sure. that are, um, that would have what you traditionally think of as like a candy or a white sugar sweetness. Sure. But because this is a malt product, mostly what we describe it is malty. Okay. And it's a different, weirder way to say sweet. Sure. So when I describe it, I describe it as bread sweetness. Okay. Most people don't think of bread as sweet. Sure. Until they have a different type of bread or in comparison with other foods and they realize, oh, there actually is a lot of sweetness in bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bready beer, a malty beer, some people would describe that as a sweet beer. Okay. Um, We don't do the flavored beers. Okay. Uh, we have, we have one beer that we'd mix with lemonade. 
Okay. That's that's as flavored beer as we get. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say flavored beer, I mean like, you know, we're gonna make this taste like Oreos, or <laughs> oh my, gosh. or we're gonna throw in a bunch of like random yeah. ingredients that are non-traditional sure. to beer. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we pretty well stick to traditional beer yeah. styles. Would, would you say so? Where you brought me an act of faith, which is like my favorite brother well beer. This is this sweet. This isn't sweet, is it? What we're drinking here. I would not describe it as sweet. Uh, okay, I don't think it is either. I would describe it more yeah. as uh, floral and okay. spice. Oh, okay. Uh, like a spice. clove spice. Sure. Not, not like a heat spice not that heat Texans spice. are used to. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not jalapeno. Habanero or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't think this is sweet. So to taste four beers in a flight, and and really that's not even your style to have any of them sweet. They're they're kind of insinuating here that they're they were all sweet. Yeah, like, right. Like candy beers. Like candy. Yeah, candy beers. People do that. Oh yeah, they're candy beers. There are. Yeah. Jeez, man, that would be interesting. Um. Okay, so they they emphasize this sweet thing, and that's where reviews are always interesting <clears throat> because it's like a preference thing. So you don't brew sweet beers. Ronald clearly thought they were, and that's like a palate thing. And so it's it's you know I don't know I'm not saying he's wrong here. That's what he was tasting. Sure. But that's where I could see as like an owner, you're like especially like a business where you're crafting this too. It's not like you're not that there's anything wrong with this, but it's like, you're not franchising a, a, a Chick-fil-A where mm-hmm. like you didn't come up with the, the chicken sandwich recipe. So it's like, if someone doesn't like it, you're not really cut to the core here because you're, you're brewing this it's homemade. It could cut a little deeper, but they weren't even really on base. So that's, that's hard. It's hard for me to dissect that. Yeah. Yeah, it 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 feels like you're uh, you kind of get slapped from a direction that you didn't even see it coming. Yeah, you were like, "There's no way. There's never sweets." And now a word from our sponsors. Um. Okay, and then the final line is Ronald says, "If you enjoy IPAs, don't bother visiting here." So. Talk about that a little bit for maybe what's an IPA and, and do you serve IPAs? And is this, is this sentence warranted or not? Uh, I'm thinking now I should have brought us IPAs. Uh, <laughs> we should this. have done that. Yeah. Uh, so IPA is an India pale ale. It is a type of beer, a style of beer. Mm-hmm. It is traditionally marked with a lot of bitterness. Okay. Uh, hops are a preservative additive in beer that specifically impart bitterness. Okay. Um, to counteract the 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 sugar and the sweetness that we pull out of the grain, we break grain down into sugars that are fermented into alcohol. Okay. So this is a natural part of the of the brewing um, experience. Mm. But with IPAs, they tend to be very hop heavy. Okay. And in the past, that meant very bitter. Interesting. And that's being reinterpreted today. So now, okay, it, it's the of the of all of the craft beers being brewed in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. at least a quarter of them are some variation of an IPA. Okay. Give or take. Got so you. extremely Got popular as a style. Yeah. But also extremely yeah. divisive. Okay. Um, most Americans don't have a naturally bitter palate. Yeah. Uh, most Americans don't drink coffee black. They sure. would they would have a mocha or a latte mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. whatever other Add form. creamer to the, to the coffee. Exactly. And sugar. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's IPAs in a nutshell. Okay. Um, we currently have two IPAs on, and okay. they are emphasizing kind of the range of IPA. One okay. is that more bitter, bitter pine forward, okay. and another is a more fruit pineapple forward. Okay. 
Um, do, do you think you ha- did you have those in January of 2020? We would have had neither of those. Neither of those. We had a different IPA at the okay. time. At the time. Yeah. Do you the, think that would have been on the flight it, back then? It would have been. It would have been. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless, you know, things move all the time. There mm-hmm. are times when we run out of something for a few days. So sure. there's a chance that, you know, it wasn't on that day. Yeah. Um, we had a pale ale, which was kind of the little brother of the IPA. Okay. It's le- way less bitter, way less. It's just, it, it is a different style. Okay. Um. So, it kind of goes different ways here. Sure. If we're, if IPA is such a popular style. Yeah. And if someone says, oh, if you like this, don't go here. Yeah. That definitely hurts. Yeah, for sure. For sure. On the other side, if someone tried something and they didn't like it, I would applaud them, one, for trying. Yeah. uh, And then two, (laughs) not be surprised that they didn't like something that was outside of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, we hope that they find that. But, you know, it's not a given that they're going to find that. Yeah, you know, and that's like what I find fascinating with reviews when tied to specifically like drinking establishments or restaurants because a lot of it is their preference and what they like and don't like. And and I've always hoped that people, when they leave – five star or a one star or two star review, like emphasizing like, Hey, I'm, I just don't like this style just to give you a warning. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. have all these IPAs or not, but like to be kind of aggressive to leave a two star and then also emphasize that is kind of like, then why did you, then why did you leave that? Right? Because it, it people sometimes just look at the review rating. Sure. When in reality, this is more of a preference rating than actually like, Oh, brother, well, brewery sucks. Don't go there. It's like, well, no, maybe what you were into wasn't exactly what you drank, but I think there probably would have been a lot of heads up before they started diving into that flight, you know? Yeah. So I, one, I totally agree. I would not expect someone to come in and go one for one. Mm -hmm. This one really hurts because we went over four on this particular person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that hurts because we, you know, we only have, at most, maybe 10 beers on tap. Sure. So if someone gets almost half of them, yeah. doesn't like any of them. Yeah. And I mean, if they know what an IPA is and they know what, that they like them. Yeah. That tells me that they're at least somewhat experienced with beers. Sure. This is, this is not a, uh, somebody who hates beers and come in. Yep. Although we do get that. We have people come in and ask, uh, like, Hey, I don't <laughs> like beer. What do I want? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know that a brewery was your best choice for a destination. <laughs> I don't know if you should be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> you win those people over though. That, that must, that would feel good. Yeah. Where they leave and they're like, Hey, now I like beer. Yeah. That's, that's one of our primary goals. Actually. We have so that's many cool. people come in and say, I don't really like beer generally. Yeah. What would I like? Yeah. And if I can get them, I normally sample them several things because sure. I'm as interested in them finding a beer that they like Yeah. so that they can leave thinking, Oh, I do like beer. Yeah. Instead of, I don't like it for forever. sure. Yeah. We had a, uh, one of my best friends got married and we did his bachelor party in Waco and we came to brother. Well, during the, it was like, I would say middle of the day. It was probably maybe 4 PM three or 4 PM. And, uh, our, our buddy, I'll, I will re- keep him nameless. We'll call him Stan. Uh, Stan, Stan likes beer. He drinks every once in a while, but man, he went wild on one of the pitchers we had. And I don't know what he was drinking, but he was, we had, we were, rented this van. We're heading back to my house and he was just like saying stuff like, I love you guys. And I'm so glad we could hang out for this weekend. And it was like, dude, Stan, what are you talking about? And he was like gone, David. Like he, he, he was pretty much daytime drunk or whatever yeah and but because he was just guzzling it and, yeah. and it was like again a guy that 
he probably goes to a bar and knows how to say, you know, he knows how to order. Sure. But I wouldn't say he's like a beer aficionado, but he, he would just love, he loved it so much. He pretty much put a picture down. All right. So it was this, it was good stuff. So I think you have somebody that comes in that is like a novice in this or doesn't understand. I, I mean, brother Wells always been a great place and, and your, your bartender is always educational and say, well, try this or that. So, um, yeah, I could see we're reading this review. You, you see it pop up the next day and it's like, what? Like, that's not what we're about. You know, I mean, complain about something else, but this, this doesn't, this didn't make sense. You know, yeah. it's one of those outliers maybe. And, and for us, when we opened the brewery in Waco, one thing that we knew about Waco was it is a underserved craft beer market. Yeah. Meaning you got tons of beer drinkers, sure. but we don't have a lot of people who have had anything other than Bud Miller, Coors, Shiner, Dose. Sure. Uh, and so the idea that almost all of those, th- those beers represent maybe 2% of the styles of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew that if we came in with this super esoteric, <laughs> heady, weird, foreign version of a beer, yeah, it would be tough to get Wake Cohen's sure. to do that. Yeah. So our goal has always been to make as approachable beers as possible. Mm-hmm. Good. Our styles are spread out so that we try to hit all these different palettes. Yeah. And approachability is really our leading factor. Other than quality, approachability cool. is our leading factor of what we brew and why we brew it. Sure. Um, so with that in mind, as if as that like a core tenet of our business and our yeah. history. Yeah. Going over four is tough. Yeah, over four is tough. That's okay. <laughs> and that you know, and then Ronald, come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? But it uh, is all subjective. Yeah, we, we appreciate you leaving the review, I guess, still. But um, okay, so one thing and then we'll close. Um Read this review. <coughs> we ask everybody this. Was there anything that you read in here after you kind of like get the heart or get the knife out of the heart, you know, after you read it? it, it did, did this change anything as far as how you did business or the flights or did it or, or was it just like, okay, we, we take it in, we read it, let's keep doing how we do. And if we get more, maybe we change. Did it affect you in any way if, if you remember back to it? Well, Finding a core IPA has always been a hole in our lineup, from my personal opinion. Sure. And reviews like this, and a lot of comments from customers in passing, Yeah, uh, all of that built up to now we have two key mark IPAs in our lineup, and it took us a long time to get here. We had mm-hmm. a lot of near misses. We had some variations of IPAs that people cared more or less for. Sure. Uh, so this review being specifically about one style of beer. Yeah. I feel like is was one more voice in the chorus of hey, you guys need to have like a really good core IPA available. Yeah. Which we have done since. Yeah. So, I guess if anything there would be contributed motivation to nail down that kind of cornerstone cool style of beer. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I love it. And and then, you know, the timing of it, right? January of 2020, right? Was yeah. when this review happened. So, it's just like you know, we're did little did we know back then it was like two months away from probably having a lot of downtime thinking about <laughs> reviews and should we add more IPAs and yeah things like that. I mean, two months later, whether or not you liked IPAs, you couldn't bother going to this it, brewery. It, it didn't matter at all. <laughs> so, um, but you know, we're back, so we're here. So, um, okay, final thing: uh, if Ronald was here, if I was Ronald, what what? What would you say to me? Is there anything you want to say to Ronald U.S. out of Fort Worth, Texas? What would I say? Ronald, 
Ronald U.S. of Fort Worth, Texas. Ron- <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming by. Okay. Thank you. I am happy that you took a risk on four different beers, and I'm sad that we didn't find one that you liked. Mm. Uh, I am so compelled to have you taste literally everything we have <laughs> until you find the thing that you like, because yes. I need you to leave liking at least one thing. Love it. <laughs> there you go, Ronald. If you're out there, you can come. You get free taste, so find the one you like. Well, we have our act of faith right now, which you brought for me, and it's amazing. So well, good. maybe he should try that. Yeah. Cool. David, Brotherwell, from Brotherwell, thank you for coming on One Star Rewind. Man, you're a great guest. Thank you. It's been, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, sir. I do think that you casually forgot to mention that you were oh. dressed in uh, prison prisoner gear <laughs> during this uh, oh, outing. Oh, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> well, when a van full of prisoners hops out at your brewery and walks in, <laughs> oh, everyone's my. wearing orange jumpsuits. You're oh. like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> David. So, okay. Okay. So my buddy getting married is in the FBI. Like that's his legit job. And so the joke was he was going to be in prisoner garb, and we all had FBI T-shirts on. And oh, so did I have it backwards? You had it backwards, but okay. it's okay. Everyone, the fact that you so were, everyone was cops everyone except for was, one person in the jumpsuit. Exactly. And <laughs> and uh, and we ran around town. He had, like, wanted posters up. We put them up around Waco. And to the point, we, we went to the gun range. Uh, and it's not the uh, Republic. That's a new one. It was another gun range in town. To the point where we walked up, and the, the guy, you know, we paid – and he just like he gave us the ski. We went skeet shooting, so he gave us the guns, and he was like, "Hey, just go down to whatever. It's outside." So he's like, "Go down to whatever lane four. And we were walking. David, we, he gave us no training. We he just gave us these guns, and we had no <laughs> idea what we were doing. Like literally, we could have killed ourselves. So one guy in our group, thankfully, had had gone skeet shooting before, so he was like teaching us how to do it. And I'm just uh-huh. I'm just like, man, this place like customer service is awful like talk about one star review i'm like he, he literally just took our money gave us guns and let us walk away yeah so we we finished we were there for a couple hours and so we go in we we're handing the guns in and and i brought it up i was because i was just like interesting business model you know i said hey yeah. man like do you not teach people how to shoot we didn't know what we were doing and he was like why aren't you all in the FBI? Like I saw the shirts and I was like, well, it's a joke. And he was like, Oh, I thought you guys were here for FBI training. I was like, no, <laughs> he totally assumed we were actual FBI agents. And he just, so he just gave us guns. That's a so well-made that's, costume. It is a well-made costume. Also I, terrifying that all, if you, if you put three letters on your, on your, that's all you need coat, people will just give you guns. Yeah. Go to Amazon. It's like a $9 shirt. That's all you need. And you just get free guns. So then after that, we, we went to Brotherwell. And so it was great. I love that you remember that. Yeah. That's why you're amazing. And I don't think that you brought the guns with you. We did not I, bring I the guns. We did have to leave the guns. That's so. smart for it, any kind of drinking establishment. It was smart. It was a little sad, but it was smart. So yeah. cool. All right, David. Well, appreciate it, man. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Yes, sir.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Thank you.